watching the show Minute to Win It. I love it because it's so fast paced, it's competitive. And I can imagine myself in the shoes, like being frazzled from the outside. We look in and it's like, ah, I can totally do that. And then when you actually set up the activity and attempt it in the time frame, it's like, yeah, not so much. However, when teaching live or online, we can know that we'll have 100% success if we just plan for it. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and today we're looking at just a high level of what can we do in one minute that will break preoccupation, allow people to network with one another, and make sure that it's relevant to the content. So if you have a very short time frame, a minute is probably all you have to get you going. So the first one I want to give you an example of is a puzzle, whether it's a wuzzle puzzle, which is a word puzzle, maybe it's a little um, Sudoku, mini Sudoku. It could be find what's missing or find the differences, those types of things. So these are just examples of just quick and easy puzzles that you will then relate to your content by saying, how does this activity relate to fill in the blank of your content? This is all about building connection. So that's my next one. Connections. There are opening activities that connect learners to one another, allow them to brainstorm. And maybe it's a training topic. Maybe it's what they want to learn. Uh, oftentimes at the Bob Pike group will ask, what do you already know about this topic? And, and hear from everybody, whether it's whiteboarding or in the chat area. Sometimes it's just um, as easy to have somebody turn on their microphone and share. So we're honoring the experience in the room. What about shout outs? I, I love any type of activity that that is exactly that, honoring that learner, letting people use the chat area if they're online or in the classroom, it's doing a shout out where you're literally sharing one thing about the topic you already know. Maybe it's a tip or a tactic. So that's another thing to consider. There's always the think, pair, share, or the think and write. These are more introspective. So if you are working with an audience that's a little more um, quiet or really like the cognitive elements, use activities that are reviewing um, throughout the training, but allow them to write things down. We use action planning pages or ready, set, go pages where they're writing down their top takeaways. And we do this frequently, whether it's live in the classroom or online, where we just say, take a moment, add a few more bullets. And I get specific, add three bullets, four bullet points, five bullet points. When you're specific, then people follow that. If you say, oh, just add a couple, they might add two. And so we want to have them really think it out. Um, some other things are ways to represent important facts or concepts. We use what's called window painting, but it's where you allow people to whiteboard or doodle, kind of um, draw something, and everyone else has to guess how it relates to the content. We call it picture this as an activity that can be a revisitor or an opener or even a closer. Another idea is to just think about marking up, and we mark up our workbooks, whether it's fill in the blanks. Sometimes we have people highlight and then share their top takeaway. Sometimes it's giving them another document to flip and flag through where they're skimming the book or they're skimming the handout and finding things that are of interest to them. So these all can take a minute 
or less. Sometimes it takes even longer to explain it than the activity itself. But think about how you can condense it, make it quick and simple, and get people engaged and right there with you, whether it's opening up their session or closing it. Just take 60 seconds. It's really powerful. Thanks for listening to another Creative Training Techniques podcast. We'll see you next week.